0: I'm Sandy Siegel, president of ME Day, and welcome to another episode of Talking Trade.
1: And I'm Ian Coxhead at University of Wisconsin-Madison. And uh, today we're very fortunate to have with us Drew Slocum. Uh, Drew is the senior vice president and marketing manager at Bank of America, where he leads a team of bankers uh, in uh, global commercial banking activities supporting businesses across the state. So, Drew, welcome to the show.
2: Great. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Sandy, for having me. Um, As you mentioned, I have a team of about eight bankers across the state of Wisconsin, covering companies of all ranges and sizes. And as one of the handful of largest banks in the world uh, with operations in 35 countries, we do quite a bit of work with companies all across the world and a lot of the multinationals here in the state of Wisconsin. So thank you for having me, looking forward to our conversation today.
1: Thanks, Drew. And, and maybe, uh, maybe I don't know if you want to add any more, just give us a little thumbnail sketch of the kind of work that your team does with companies, especially in the trade uh, arena. Sure. Um, as I mentioned, with
2: offices everywhere, a lot of the companies that are headquartered here in the state are looking to Bank of America to help support their operations around the world. So we spend a lot of time working with them to navigate various markets, understand the dynamics of doing business in all these different countries. And I think for our team, the last 18 months, what we've seen companies work through has been unique, different, and challenges that most (laughs) of our companies have never faced uh, all at one time. So we've been very busy helping companies all across Wisconsin navigate um, the challenges of what the last 18 to two months or two years um, have, have provided everybody
1: yeah it's been busy and scary hasn't it and now of course uh, we're getting a new challenge which is inflation has climbed up and uh, remains persistently high Uh, interest rates following uh, the inflation rate up of course and that's uh, uh, causing the U.S. dollar to appreciate on the back of those interest rate rises so what are the signs in the banking industry of changes if any in uh, corporate behavior or planning in response to those uh, those trends
2: yeah absolutely Um, as you mentioned inflation Is actually, we started seeing it back in, I'd say early 2021, we saw the combination of unprecedented demand and just supply issues. So we saw a lot of our corporate clients inability to get components and their desire to pay up for the components that they could get so they could meet the orders. More recently, it's morphed even more so to the wage side as labor market continues to be extremely tight and challenging. So what started out as kind of a demand aspect and the supply issues, it's morphed into just overall cost pressures for our companies. So we've seen uh, borrowing ramped up quite a bit, uh, really across the board as companies are faced with higher costs, but also as they think about trying to um, get ahead of inventory issues. So right. more advanced purchasing on inventory, bringing purchases forward, trying to make sure they have the components on hand so they can meet uh, the demand that they're seeing uh, and the OEMs are experiencing. So we've seen you know, trouble continue. We've been seeing re-engineering uh, where it's applicable right. uh, for companies trying to use different products. And we've of course seen um, evaluations on suppliers but that course takes a lot longer. There's a lot more to it and not something that you can move quickly. So there's been a, a lot of activity in that space. And I'd say more recently, as you mentioned, the strength of the US dollar, we've seen companies take a look at can we use this to our, invoice us in their local currency? Sure. Uh, trying to take advantage of the fact that the dollar is so strong.
0: So um, as you may know, Drew, I'm in, in the front lines of some of the supply chain issues um, in logistics and in handling imports and exports. And I have certainly seen, you know, the increase in pricing and the, the difference in ordering and, you know, customers saying, get me any space you can and I'm going to over order and um, just to make sure I have the inventory And um, what we're seeing now is a lot of customers with excess inventory, uh, but yet still um, they have the wrong parts. Um, So they have too much of one item and not enough of the right thing to make what they make and and the right raw materials. And, you know, that that whole cycle of supply chain that was so disrupted. So um, and all of that affecting inflation and pricing and, and everything else. So I worry about my customers and, and their, um, you know, financial strength. Um, and I certainly, you know, appreciate, um, trying to get inflation under control and and interest rates, but, um, you know, how I, I have my doubts in how quickly we'll see some benefits. It doesn't seem to be quickly changing behavior. Um, you know, starting to see a little bit of change maybe on the consumer side, uh, you know, what are you seeing from the banking perspective and, and the corporate side? Yeah, and you know
2: what? what's interesting is that we recently rolled out what we're calling the Bank of America Institute, which uh, takes advantage of all the data we have from doing business with tens of millions of, hmm. of consumers across the country. So I can actually give you a little bit of a viewpoint on what we're seeing the consumer and how they're acting um right now, and you mentioned a little bit of a shift. We are seeing um, through May, spending was still up pretty significantly year over year, nine percent. But when you factor in inflation, it's really a real increase of about flat, if not negative, in terms of how people are spending and how much people are spending. But what we've seen is a pretty significant shift from uh, from durable goods, the things that everybody was buying during the pandemic um, to services and starting that um, change uh, pr- probably two or three months ago. And that historically is how you've seen inflation change over the course of time. Um, and I think we'll start to see, and we've heard some anecdotal evidence from certain companies of maybe over-ordering some durables, but in the overall impact of what that'll have on inflation, we we, we don't think it's gonna have much of a change. Um, but I personally think we're seeing that the shift two services. Um, But what we're seeing overall is the consumer and our corporates are starting this cycle of inflation from a very strong position. So corporate balance sheets are very strong. uh, And on a consumer side, again, our Bank of America Institute data suggests that uh, savings accounts have never been this high. They're much higher than uh, where they were in 2019. So there's some room to absorb these
1: added increases, at least for the short to
2: medium term
1: really interesting and then uh, uh staying with the uh, the inflation especially the consumer side of that uh, uh recently or earlier last week uh, president biden announced his intention at least to remove some of the trump era tariffs that were applied on uh, china maybe on steel as well the section 232 uh, tariffs that were applied to steel and uh, he justifies this as uh, an inflation fighting inflation fighting measure um Gary Hofbauer at the uh, Institute for International Economics thinks that maybe if all of those tariffs were taken off, it would be a one-time reduction in inflation of about 1.3%. What kind of effect do you think that might have on the, on the corporate world? And uh, uh, do you think with the shift towards services, is that really gonna have a big impact?
2: Yeah, thanks, Ian. I mean, I don't know, and I haven't seen the details of specifically what a a repeal could look like, but I will say that on the corporate side, what we saw when these tariffs were introduced several years ago now um, was a pretty quick action on the corporate side, especially the the larger, more nimble companies immediately Mm -hmm. began to find ways to work through this, whether that was changing their supplier base to different markets, Or in some cases, it was more of a one-time absorption into their margins, which I think has kind of worked through the system at this point. So, um, you know, I wouldn't expect, you know, personally a huge impact one way or another on this. It feels like a lot of our businesses, uh, this was the biggest challenge uh, when you think back to 2018, 2019 was working through this. Now we've got probably three or four different challenges Uh, probably of more importance than this one that companies are battling at all at one time so this one is small in
1: relation right (laughs) yeah exactly yeah
0: well I think it will be easy to justify not passing on any cost savings because you do have all these other challenges with fuel and and you know other um other rising costs and challenges and so forth so um, yeah, sadly, I don't think the consumer will will realize the benefits from that um, one way or the other. but um, very interesting. Um, Drew, it was a pleasure having you today. some really you know great um, it, you know facts and, and um, information from the bank that's super helpful and on, on trying to understand all the, the various dynamics going on right now. Great.
2: Well, thank you for having me. And uh, thanks for putting this on. Uh, You guys do a great job. Look forward to continuing to follow the series here. So thank you very much for including us.
1: Thanks, Drew. Uh, This has been Talking Trade with Drew Slocum from the Bank of America. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.